0: Hey Doc, we'll check it out. Thanks. He wants us to check the body to see if we can find anything that looks like a snake bite. Snake bite. That's it. Alright, we're checking it out, Doc. Hey, Doc, we got something here. Looks like a snake bite. Looks like somebody did some first aid on it, too. Uh, this one's got some small holes on his leg. Could be a bite. Is the skin around the puncture gray? Yeah, it's burned, kind of gray. Well, that's the same thing. What kind of snake is it? It's a spider. I've got a tarantula. I got one right here. Did it come in on the airliner? There's probably more than one of them, Joe. What we need right now is a specialist to identify the toxin. Hey, Doc, listen, I know a guy in LA, a professor. Now, if I can get a hold of him, Doc,
1: call Cindy and tell her to meet me on the willing fork.
2: Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night. We are here in mid-November 2021. I always like to say the date because when I go back and listen to these, it gives me a good uh, time capsule as to what my attitude and mood was around that time of the year, around that time of the month, around that time of the day. Yeah, it's it pissy and fussy. Andrew, when I listen back to old
1: episodes, I hear no difference in in either one of us. I, so This is an alien concept where you're no, like, we, is... you know, we were worried before. And I was like, I, I guess like, I'm worried now.
2: Sometimes there's a little vim and vigor that's, that's there in some episodes and some that aren't. And I'm trying to think like, oh, where was I? Where was I mentally at that time? But here we are, November 2021. Yeah, this is nice. We can give this to give these recordings to our children. Yes,
1: <laughs> we will. the the, the, like,
2: the television movies our children will give them to the estates of all of the filmmakers that made these wonderful creations.
1: Oh, I I was thinking some sort of like thing where I we're on our deathbed and our grandkids are like last minute trying to be nice to us because they're like i want to get those precious tv movie ri- night podcast rights we can maybe make... if i take them to the park or something we'll
2: make hundreds hundreds, hundreds. <laughs> uh yeah. the valuable estates, uh and then and then we'll end up uh It'll it'll no. When we get older, we'll sell it to like uh, some fly by night uh, Bitcoin mining company. Like that's what's happening with, was it Thin Lizzy or somebody like that? Like there was some or it's no. Lizzy uh,
1: sold. You're telling me that Thin Lizzy, the band that did "The Boys Are Back in Time," "Boys Are Back in Town," sold their music library to
2: Dogecoin. (laughs) It's Fleetwood Mac. So no, they didn't. Members of Fleetwood Mac started selling individual rights off to these uh, these brokerage firms or something like that. They were trying to see
1: Buckingham sold the chain to Merrill Lynch.
2: Effectively. Yes. I, 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 because TikTok and all of these uh, uh, social media chains, they can like, they can kickstart a song out of nowhere and cause it to skyrocket in terms of sales. And there are firms that are trying to get in on these trends, almost like there's trading futures on song rights. It's God, depressing. World. No, it's that, it's, it, it, it's uh that, 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 uh, uh, viral video that guy riding the, the motorized skateboard who was drinking yes. cranberry juice. Yeah. Dr-
1: Rihanna or dreams.
2: No, it's a, uh, it was a, um, I'm telling it was you a that. Fleetwood
1: Mac song. I can't remember if it was Dreams or Rihanna.
2: Yeah, I think it was I think it was Dreams. So that tipped off Fleetwood Mac that they were like let's get out now and sell these song rights for tens of millions of dollars. Like they got like whoever the people that were selling these in the group got like 30 40 50 million dollars off of it but now it's owned by an investment firm that is going to trade it like a future but
1: i don't understand like if it could kickstart a song why didn't they just keep the rights to the song
2: because they were like we're getting in we're we're getting in man we're getting fucking in
1: but they already are in that's their music why did, I don't understand why Fleetwood Mac, Lindsey Buckingham and, um, uh, Nikki, um,
2: Sticks. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki Six, uh, from that, the, the rock and roll group. What is her name?
1: Um, anyways, I don't understand why they would sell the rights to their own music. If they're like, it's valuable. Wouldn't they just keep it?
2: Mm, yeah, but you got to, uh, you know, it seems like there's 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 more hoops to jump through, right? No, they
1: already did it. You're All saying right, that they here. just All cashed right, here out here You're saying they just cashed
2: out on their per, own per per the Guardian. Mick Fleetwood has sold his rights to hit songs, including Go Your Own Way and Dreams to music publisher BMG, becoming the third member of Fleetwood Mac to strike such a lucrative music deal in recent months. Fleetwood, who co-founded the band in the 60s, has sold the publishing and recording rights to the royalties for more than 300 tracks from hit albums, including Fleetwood Mac, Rumors, Tango, in The Night for an undisclosed sum. The deal means that BMG will also cash in on the royalties of the success of Dreams on TikTok, which became a global viral hit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Stevie Nicks is the name you were looking for. Yeah. Fleetwood is the latest big name to sell his musical royalty rights as artists look to cash in on demand from investors who want to capitalize on the value hit songs have in the streaming era. Owners of the rights receive a cut of the royalties from an array of scenarios when a song is played or covered on the radio, when it is streamed, when it is played in venues like department stores, income from sales of albums, blah 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 blah. So they uh, they're just they're getting in now. Shakira also did this. Selling the publishing rights to her 145-song catalog, including Hips Don't Lie to Hypnosis, H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S. Last week, Hypnosis, which buys up music publishing rights, announced three deals, including a 50% share in Neil Young's catalog and Lindsay Buckingham's share in Fleetwood Mac. All right. So how do we, how do
1: we? Andrew I'm going to turn into every exec or every business person I've ever met. A- Andrew how do we how do we get, how do we turn into a TikTok?
2: How do we turn our show into a TikTok? Uh well either you can say something very racist or done. <laughs> yes. Or one of us can do a cool dance while also like shooting a basketball. Or uh, we can go and try and find embarrassing people in supermarkets or department stores and then film them. Those are the three options.
1: Okay. So it's a TV movie review show Mm -hmm. where you and I try to walk across milk crates Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. while talking about tarantulas, the deadly cargo.
2: And it can only be like 30 seconds at most. Obviously, TikToks are longer than that. But if you really want to be effective, it's probably got to be about 30, 45 seconds in and out.
1: All right. Well, no one's ever accused us of talking for far too long about uh, TV movies. So 30 seconds per episode should be just fine.
2: That works. Uh, and then we have to just pick, uh, pick a band. <laughs> let's, do, um, let's do the band. Why not? We'll just pick them. I uh, want to do Dixie's Midnight Runner. All right. We'll do Dixie's Midnight Runners. Uh, come on, Eileen. We'll just be blaring over the top of it so that if people want to show it, they owe Dexie and the runners. Yeah. All right. Cool. I uh, look forward to that in 2022. All onward, right. Onward and upward. But um, uh, until every, then... Everybody
1: smash that subscribe button. Um, but,
2: Go ahead and uh, leave, a, leave a comment below, crash that crash that bell, smash that like button, subscribe, s- send it to your friends, uh, send a postcard to your mother saying, also listen to this. Well, before that, though, we have a very special lo-fi version of Television Movie Night, which is a podcast, which still exists still. in 2021, which wild, right? Am I yeah, right? So- soon to be a... Um, Soon to be a world, world famous TikTok, which by the time 2022 rolls around, probably will also be an outmoded and outdated form of communication. That'll be exciting. Telescope, periscope, periscope is on Twitter, which I believe also has been shuttered. Damn it! <laughs> so, uh, but the 90s are coming back in a big way. So let's let's think about how we want to do that. Maybe yeah, we can give- cassette tape. No, get back into like uh like in the late part of the nineties, they started releasing albums on like thumb drives. We should start doing that. Yeah. Just or like, those
1: little uh the mini CDs. Yes, like
2: that if you didn't have the holder of it or you did have those drives that you slid the CD in, you're yeah. never getting it back and you it, fucked your entire stereo. Fly
1: away and destroy everything.
2: <laughs> You and I watch a made-for-TV movie uh, in the month of October and in the beginning of November. We have been watching horror films, thriller films, scary, scary.
1: Celebrating Shocktober. That's right.
2: Uh, An analog to Rocktober, but more, 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 more upsetting. A lot more upsetting. Well, I don't, I don't know. Rocktober is pretty upsetting. Last time around, over the course of the past few weeks, we watched Tower of Terror, Night with Drive, Night Terror, and others. Uh, oh, and that, and, Pir- many more. and that dumb Pirates thing. <laughs> but this time around, we end with a bang as we end the uh, trilogy, the Triumvirate, the, the Trinity, the Triforce of Gwerd and Trueblood. The father, the deadly bees, the son, the the ants.
1: It happened at Lakewood Plaza.
2: At Lakewood Manor. And the Holy Ghost, which is tarantulas, the deadly cargo. And we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, Well, What Do You Know? Mark Tarantulas the deadly cargo premiered on cbs on december 28th 1977 christmas is over time to get back to scaring the hell out of people time for time for the terror that's right i hope everyone checked their uh popcorn tins very carefully because there may be a unexpected visitor inside there or your your christmas tree your candy cane shipments. <laughs> your yep. stocking big net of like walnuts that are in the shape of a stocking remember these yeah you ever get those and they were like they like the 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 stocking was like made of netting yeah i remember something? this yeah yeah like fishnet yeah maybe there's a tarantula in there again premiering on cbs on december 28th 1977 i like the idea of like showing the charlie brown christmas and then promoting this while showing the charlie brown christmas
3: dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. After
2: Thursday. yeah, <laughs> The Deadly Cargo, and now Dolly Madison presents a Charlie Brown Christmas. This was starring Claude Akins from American Idol, Rio Bravo, oh. Inherit the Wind, The K Mutiny. I got the others: Charles Frank from The Right Stuff and from Wonder Woman. Seventy-seven version of Wonder Woman, Dabur Winters from a movie entitled "The Winds of War," mm-hmm. and most importantly, in the world of us, Pat Hangel is here. Oh, I was going to say Todd uh, Tom Atkins. Who is Tom Atkins?
1: He is the mustachioed uh, cargo pilot in the first five minutes of this movie, who would go on to be the, the drunken star of um,
2: Halloween 3. Ah, Season, season of the Witch. Which, he's the one screaming, Shut it off! You just gotta shut, it, shut off. it off. Shut it off! Now, Pat Hingle, uh, who played Commissioner Gordon. From the Gordon, Batman movies. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon from the uh, first handful of Batman movies. Like, one of the only... Uh, him and Alfred, Alfred. are like the only only connecting threads (laughs) this was written by john groves who is a tv writer uh writing for things like emergency chips and apparently a writer's credit on back to the future the ride oh wow yeah the bobs didn't make that they get credits for characters bob gale and bob zemeckis but they don't get uh you know they you know they're I, i think they had some creative input but he's also listed as a He's he's probably
1: the one. He's the one that was like, "You got to bump him. You got
2: to, you got to bump him exactly
1: eighty-eight miles an hour." T
2: Rex is going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, Biff's going to be mad and upset about it. You're going to have to save him. He's going to call you a butthead at the end. That was probably
1: that was uh, that was probably that was that
2: was he's like, uh, he should call him a butthead. Just he just wrote butthead, circled the end of it, and then sent it back. Sent it back. He and then uh, John Groves is like, "Is he calling me a butthead? Is that?" What this is or uh fine, we have to but. assume both it was like i'm a butthead for not saying butthead so he and, should say butthead and the other co-writer on this the man the myth the legend
1: weird and true blood weird and true blood
2: uh jaws 3d for those of you who have forgotten writer of jaws 3 3d and also uh besides the other films that we named we do have a fourth arm in this tentacle uh, this fourth fourth tentacle on this octopus known as Weird and True Blood Terror Out of the Sky which is technically a sequel to uh, the kill the deadly swarm bees bees <laughs> bees or it happened and it sucked uh terror out of the sky which doesn't include Any of the same actors, but I guess a couple of the characters hold over. This is also directed by Stuart Hagman, who is a TV director of such classics as Mannix. Mannix, great show. And a movie entitled She Lives! Exclamation point. (laughs) Mark, before we dive in, what did you think Tarantulas, the deadly cargo, was going to be about?
1: Andrew, uh, as I am deeply steeped in the True Trueblood multiverse, um, I assumed that this would be about a small town being attacked and overrun by a small, easily defeated critter. Um, (laughs) Not to be confused with critters. Not to be confused with critters. And I also expected um, the movie to be not very good and, most importantly, to feature the scene with a scientist playing a VHS yes. that explains the whole movie.
2: Yes. Uh, the problem, the issue, we, we looks, he looks, he could tell them face to face, but instead. That's why they came there. Points to a TV. And he's like, watch this. And then we see what the issue is. Now, uh, Tarantulas, the deadly cargo, is later in the Guerdin True Blood canon here.
1: I also Leathed wanted to. An try-
2: earlier. In the seventies,
1: this has also always been a thing for me. Tarantulas not dangerous, so I was like, I wonder if this movie or they're not venomous. So, like, they're not one of the spiders that'll kill you if it bites you. That's, um, not,
2: that's not necessarily true, is it? Yes, it is. I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Look, man, I'll. Uh, you, you've been doing your own
1: research, Andrew? yeah.
2: Yeah, I have. I have. I think, uh, you know, I know science is saying one thing, but I I feel a little bit more comfortable saying if you see a tarantula, you throw a cinder block at it because that is it's coming for you and your loved ones.
1: No, they're scary. They're weird looking, but they're not like like if uh, you're you're at a greater risk if you get bit by a black widow or a brown recluse than a tarantula.
2: Well, then black widows and brown recluses have got a better PR manager because you see a tarantula, you're going to smash it with your boot. You're going to say, fuck you crunch black widow you're just gonna look and you're gonna be like i'll see it on disney plus i, I like scarlet <laughs> i like the guy from stranger things <laughs> he's funny he's funny <laughs> that's as you're going into some uh just absolute uh a uh, venom-induced coma. Yeah, are, meanwhile the... I'm I'm literally overrun with black widows just biting me. Foam shooting out of your mouth and you're thinking to yourself, uh how is this gonna affect uh how is this gonna affect eternals? I I, I hope I hope
1: I hope Tony Stark shows up in this one because it takes <laughs> place before the snap.
2: Uh yeah that's and, and then I'm just sitting off to the side going, these are all good questions. These,
1: these are the questions that need to be answered. Meanwhile, mean, like, Shelob is, like, wrapping me up to save to eat me later in the year.
2: My, my sword glowing like the Dickens, and I think to myself, I don't know. He wouldn't have wanted it this way. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like- You're like, I don't, I'm being, I'm told that Florence Pugue is going to be like the next big thing. I just don't, I I don't, don't, I don't buy it. I just don't
2: buy it. They're like jumping around. She like falls off a smokestack and
1: she's fine. And they're fine. Isn't the big, isn't the whole idea that they're not powerful, that they don't have superpowers, but like they're literally just like getting hit by a car and walking away from it.
2: Like there's another movie where somebody jumps off a cliff and they are not fine. Yeah. And that was, that's a big thing. But here they, they like fall out of a plane, hit the ground. And they're like, putting oh, wasn't that a hoot? Good thing I rolled.
1: <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, he's dead.
2: Yeah, he, he, he's gone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shelob turns to me and goes, I don't, go, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You think there's there's gonna be a scientist over explaining things? That's what and Trueblood's about. And usually there's some convoluted thing in the third act that they gotta. There's a ticking clock, and they gotta escape to the roof. They gotta d- bring the dumb car into the goddamn super superdome. superdome. <laughs> yeah, I thought. What do they? We gonna have to free- watch an old fuckers?
1: man turn a thermostat down. <laughs> it's so tense (laughs) oh god 70 degrees my god
2: and then right at that mark right at the the 55 they they'll die it's 56 yes 55 no well let's see if that's what we get in tarantulas the deadly cargo act one laborers we open up on laborers in ecuador yes are struggling to bag and shovel coffee beans. Meanwhile, as advertised, you got tarantulas, my friend.
1: You got a you got an issue with some tarantula. You
2: got a big, fat, hairy tarantula. No more than twenty seconds from frame one. So, th- this is smart. This you know a, what
1: you know what the tension is. This is the bomb in the under the under the car.
2: We're not hiding the monster here. When the you know we this is we see front and center, you know, you don't see the goddamn dinosaurs in Jurassic Park until 45-50 minutes into the goddamn thing. Here, 20 seconds in a tarantula, the deadly cargo. Yes. There's tarantulas all over this coffee. So I would probably wash it off before putting it through the grinder but should be fine. I, I don't I don't drink coffee so I don't know if that's makes yeah it what's better. it gonna do?
1: Make it taste bad it's coffee <laughs> it tastes bad.
2: I don't know if it'll yeah if it'll make it taste better make it taste worse if now like, it's
1: fit oh now it's bitter
2: oh there's spider parts in it yeah. I guess I'll put a bit more oat milk in it. Federales arrive and talk to the Americans running this whole shebang. I'm Atkins and some guy. Yeah, there's yes. There are guys who basically showed up with a cargo plane, bribed a bunch of uh, migrant workers to shovel a bunch of coffee beans for them because in Ecuador, you can't give this stuff away, but in the United States, they'll pay 45, $50 a A cup, a a cup for this shit. So they're trying uh, to get a deal going here, but The local crooked government is saying, uh, you owe us 300 bucks in an export tax. You want to leave this airport, you give me $300 and then you can go. However, without that cash, they cannot take off. Uh, But they they have an idea. Tommy Adkins says, I got an idea. Human trafficking. (laughs) Hmm? Turns out they managed to uh, cover this shortfall by convincing three Ecuadorians to stow away in the cargo uh, hold of the plane and then give them $300 for their troubles so they get $100
1: each to one one way flight out of Ecuador to the United States all Andrew, they do is
2: sit on a bunch of coffee
1: does this make any sense to you from like the scripting story from the scripting perspective because the tarantulas the deadly cargo yes are in the coffee Mm -hmm. so we didn't need the three guys we didn't need my we didn't need the the guys to be human traffickers they could have just loaded up the plane and left and everything would have happened as it happens in the movie correct
2: not necessarily because you don't they would never have gone back to the cargo hold to check on anything So the door would have been closed and I don't, I'm assuming everything would have sat back there. Right.
1: I don't know. I'm sure it's easy to write tarantula crawls, you know, under the door, crawls under door, bites him. Hmm. Like it's weird because generally when you do something like this in a script or when you see something like this, one of the, like if it was a plague movie, one of the guys from Ecuador would would be be sick.
2: One of the guys should have the spider on him already. Yes. Well, I don't know. I guess I don't know that the body count in this movie is through the fucking roof. I will give it that. They. I think this is a first act. Like we need some energy here. We need to. Well,
1: Andrew, the movie does have some energy because once our heroes figure out their plan, we get the jazziest, most upbeat score. (laughs) for the top of this movie. It's like,
2: yeah, it's, it's, it rips as we're seeing these opening credits. As soon as they're ready to go, they're, they're off. And I am having a, I'm having a good time. It was fun. I was like, it it's, I, it's, it's Christmas. It's December 28th. I it was like, I love this music, but it
1: does not fit the tone. No, you at all, you want
2: like bum ba, yeah. but instead they just had some studio music- uh, you know, studio musicians just, it, They've just, got Quincy Jones being like just riff for just like riff, 30 man. minutes man give us what you got. In the air, one of the pilots goes back to check on the three guys. One of them is sick, thirsty. Sick man, water. Uh things he say. <laughs> in the back, one of them has gotten sick. We don't know why, but uh the pilot seems to think, "Ah, oh, it's just go to tummy ache because he's in the air." <laughs> <laughs> it's probably air sickness. I got something that'll help you in worse news storms are brewing outside uh and more tarantulas start pouring out of the coffee bags yes the because
1: they're scared of the lightning yeah maybe
2: thunder I shirts we need thunder shirts for the spiders <laughs> they don't like it they hate the fourth of july yeah the as uh, as we all know your tarantula is always going to hide in the bathtub during the fourth of july so uh, remember, like, when you're, you don't, you don't need to be firing off fireworks in neighborhoods. All right. Yeah. It scares a lot of people. The guys in the back start to realize that th- there is some deadly cargo here and start pounding on the doors. They're going, Seinfeld's van, <laughs> Seinfeld's van. So they're scared of the tarantulas and they're like, eh, keep it down. Yes. The pot, they're, they're one guy is banging on the door saying, Aranya which is spider in Spanish, but, uh, the guys in the front are like, there's thunder here. What? If, sit down, man. Thank God.
1: No naranjas. We don't got any oranges <laughs> up here, man. What, what am I, what
2: am I, you're going to get scurvy in four hours. Go, sit <laughs> back down. Uh, during the flight, one of the guys in the back gets bit and the other one tries to suck out the venom because spiders are coming out of the woodwork and, <laughs> mowing the three in the back down
1: very dramatically a bag of beans opens on the guy and just pours yeah it's just a bag bag of
2: spiders is what just pours out of it
1: i think it's supposed to be spiders but all i see are in this low transfer are beans just a bunch of he's like ah
2: it's like i prefer tea i don't like coffee while flying also the plane has an engine malfunction man there's nothing going right for this fucking thing yeah demanding an emergency landing the plane calls to whatever is the most local airfield which is some bumfuck middle of nowhere middle of california airstrip that doesn't even have anyone at the uh control tower
1: well, i thought they said that it was texas that they were landing
2: now this is all in california because we right. see a billboard that says beautiful Sunnyvale, California, or whatever the fucking okay, right, Taiwan is. Right, right. Right, the plane calls in the middle of nowhere, uh, uh, airstripped, and gets no response because we're introduced to Cindy, Joe, and Cindy's dumb younger brother, the Brat, is what I have listed here. T-Brat. T-Brat, the Brat. Uh, about to head out Little on a, about to head out on a fishing trip uh they're like we're gonna take the plane we killed the guy in the tower but uh, we're gonna get where we see we, we've staged it so that the, the the planes landing think that it's 200 feet higher lower than it is
1: I gotcha yeah gotcha.
2: they're gonna have to no
1: no and- I think their plan was their plan must have must involve causing an airplane crash mm-hmm. because it's bizarre that they would be like honey there's no reason for us to man the tower right no like <laughs> i think we're fine all right let, but I, what could possibly be more important than ensuring that there isn't an airplane crash well it is trout season
2: is this their job because i was in the impression that these three are just are just shown showed up at the airfield to be like yeah i'm going to take my cessna out And it's going to be fun. And like the guy that runs the airstrip is like, here are the keys. Lock up when you're done. (laughs) (laughs) It's not clear. No, it's not. Well, uh, finally, after some cajoling, they Joe goes to check on the the radio and gets told that there's full stop from the tower. We're coming in for a landing, whether you like it or not. Joe tries to rouse Doc Hodgins, Hodgins, who is uh, Arlie Ermy. What's the guy's name? Pat Hingle. Judge Judge Hodgkins. Yeah. Doc Hodgkins uh, up and around to help these guys. But uh, Pat Hingle's like, nah, man, I'm retired, (laughs) which is this which is this weird beat that we get again and again. That doesn't pay off in any way other than he's grumpy. He has to do his job. Because oh, relatable we're told that the, the actual town doctor is sick or out of town or something to that effect. So they call the other doctor in town Andrew, Pat Hingle. Who, who cuts the barber's hair? That's who that is true. Who watches the watchman? Uh he tells the operator. Pat Hingle tells the operator there's EMS 40 miles away. Get them on the blower, leave me alone. I lost too many patients. I'm not gonna lose another one. <laughs> When coming in for an emergency landing, one of the pilots does get bitten by this deadly cargo, Tarantula, sending the plane off the runway back into the air and then over the hill they're in town, uh, crashing it over a mountain. So they don't have to pay for crashing a plane. <laughs> the characters are like, Boy, there's a lot of action going on. Oh my right God, look at it. There. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's too terrible to
2: even imagine. I can't. It's and I did a flip. That's crazy. Wow. (laughs) That's a lot of fire. I've never seen that color of fire before. (laughs) The mayor, the captain, the police captain and the fire captain are all uh, raised on uh, the the telephone uh, to go and head towards the crash, along with a tow truck operator and some girl he was hitting on. girl that he takes with him doesn't this does not pay off either now that i'm looking at my notes joe Uh, sort of it sort of pays off joe cindy and uh cindy's brother show up first uh on scene to bang on this plane that's that's what i want in first uh first responders is just to come in and be like hey "Hey, you okay you okay (laughs) in there hey buddy hey it's like if i'm ever in a terrible car accident the first thing i want to see is i'm like groggily looking out the driver's side there's flames shooting up around me and it's just some <laughs> gawker just some some, some guy with, a, with gobs- a fishing pole being like hey gobsmack guy with an ice cream cone going like hey you okay there
1: you know how to tie a, a fishing lure it's like you got in a car accident
2: did you know that? All right, buddy. I'll- You're going fast. You're gonna be okay. You'll be good. My ice cream coach melted because of the fire. <laughs> I gotta go. It's from salt and straw. It is expensive. And then I'm like, I like slowly not. I understand. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You just put your hands over your
1: chest. Caramel. <laughs> rib-
2: ribbons. I get it, man. I and totally get it. Burst into flames. <laughs> uh doc hodgkins shows up next hodgins hodgins i believe not pat hingle pat hingle shows up next and then the fire department does pat hingle busts open the window which this is what you fucking you grab a brock you throw it through the window you don't just <laughs> no, hey, you knock. hey hey andrew what if that was his favorite window And you just threw a rock through it. Wouldn't you feel bad? That's why they pass these good Samaritan laws to protect you (laughs) legally from busting someone's favorite window. Pat Hingle busts open a window to find one pilot dead and one that's just barely hanging on. The entire town shows up to gawk at this thing. While Joe- What else are you going to do? I guess that's true. Well, technically the, the town is built around orange groves. Yes. As far as the eye can see. And the mayor runs the uh, the orange uh, co-op there uh, in town. So the workers have all started to come out of the factory to, to take a look to at see a the explosion. big old plane crash. They start looking at this. Uh, they use the tow truck to yank part of the cargo hold open so they so can get at the inside of the plane.
1: The, hang on. The fire marshal is like, we got to get this thing open. So we start smashing windows with the axe yep and then he does and then he gets he does what i would assume i would do in a situation which is he just starts hitting the airplane indiscriminately yeah. with the axe well just,
2: once once you break all the windows you you know you got
1: you're it. like well i still want to do something
2: it's like if you go to those any of those charity things when you uh smash yeah, where you up, a, up a car smash up a car real good everyone immediately goes for the windows but then you what? What if you're later in line? You're like, what am I going to do? You hit a tire? That's stupid. Not <laughs> do no that. fun. That's not fun. No, you're going to take that thing right across the hood of the car. Ha! <laughs>
1: yeah, it's fun. But I didn't realize that he was like loosening or like creating a um, you yeah, know, it's like, like
2: a, a perforation. Yeah, yeah, was, a little yeah.
1: perforations on a like when you're tearing off a check. Um, yeah, because you have to pay your dui and um and they
2: won't take they they trust me they will not take your credit card they,
1: they are we were we are not accepting that
2: now now fool fool us once
1: um so then the tow truck rips the cargo hold open um
2: yes but revealing during
1: the deadly the deadly cargo the deadly cargo coffee co-
2: coffee beans they also notice that the plane is starting to leak gas because it's a plane. And yeah, they probably there a uh, crash. I topped. I would have topped off. I would have been like, we're going from Ecuador to California. Just, yeah. Give me because they're, they're going to San Francisco. That's where yeah, they're heading.
1: That's far. Uh,
2: that decide that uh, dictates that they need to dig a trench, to try and pull the gas away from the plane. So if there is a fire, they can at least keep it. contained. yes,
1: Brian Dennehy's advice. He says with the ants,
2: you fill it yeah. Friends, he says, up. Bring the bring the helicopter in. I want to blow more of these ants <laughs> right in people's faces. The fire chief begs the police chief to do something to keep all of these people away from a plane crash. Because he's like, if we turn our back for a second, they're gonna rob this place blind.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, get themselves blown they're up, they're gonna
2: they're gonna try to and
1: steal. The a propeller, handful of coffee beans.
2: They're going to tr- just take a wing. Just it, just get them away from here. And the police captain gives him one of these. Well, I'll do my job if I want to do my job. Oh, you're not the boss of me. Oh, I'm, the police, I'm the police captain. Which is my response to being asked to do anything at work.
1: Yeah. Andrew, please write, write a joke for us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you think it's boss of me? Tell me joke, right? I'll joke right. I want to joke right.
1: Or me at my job, where my response is, well, "What if I want a hot dog at this baseball game?" And, <laughs> and you, you're asking for who? Do I ask for a hot? Yeah,
2: dog? you ever think about that? You, oh, you want relish? Well,
1: oh well, fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Your emperorship.
2: Well, yeah, I wish well, little Lord Fawn really wants his relish. Maybe right. you know. Enjoy was- your
1: Farmer John hot dogs. <laughs>
2: the there are looky-loos that are getting close to the crash some asshole <laughs> on a motorcycle just started speeding over which we can all relate it's like a tuesday <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon you just gotta get on the hog and just do some donuts
1: so this guy is running riding over and i think it's the fire chief that's like oh my god
2: because yeah and i had i want to I, I
1: was like he knows who this asshole
2: is. He, he looks at his watch. He's like, is it two o'clock already? And I have to imagine that it's some guy that comes out to this field to just burn off some steam. Just just rolling around doing, on his
1: lunch break. Yeah. Doing
2: cool dirt bike tricks and and he doesn't care who's there there could be a baseball game happening in this field (laughs) or there could be no one there he's going to show up he's going to do dirt bike tricks for like 45 minutes and then he's going to go back to work it's like the guy that goes to the he manages to you know sneak off to go to the gym do you know it's like it's something that like you appreciate the fact that this guy is disciplined enough to do this every single day he
1: needs and
2: makes the time to do it eats a quick lunch then gets on his motorcycle and just goes (laughs) and just bur. it's like the guys that it's like when you get you know you go to work and you get assigned to go to like uh like hawaii there are those guys on the crew that are like i'm gonna get up at six o'clock in the morning and go surfing before work right and i'm like you're insane i don't That's that that sounds miserable but they They appreciate it it. this guy here guy the motorcycle just zooms up Hits the the, uh, the ditch full the, of gas. Yeah,
1: the gas trench.
2: Manages to dump his motorcycle into the gas, setting the whole thing on fire, which then causes part of the plane to explode. Uh, which, I don't know. You just wave at the guy. You're like, hey, we got to... Do you not see
1: the crashed plane that you're speeding towards, asshole?
2: <laughs> or like, slow down a little bit. Because there's also a bunch of people around here, too. Like, you just... Maybe you maybe you bring it down to like fifteen and just kind of like, just check out what's going on. But no, this guy's I, but no, this guy comes full on
1: excite up. bike. He's like, I'm gonna do a wheelie.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna hit the big jump, and I, I'm 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 going from low to high on my on the engine meter. I would be afraid of hitting like a gopher hole going that fast over this field, to be quite honest. Even if there wasn't anybody there. Well, part of the plane explodes and this prompts more of the deadly cargo tarantulas to pour out of the plane as the fire department starts putting this dumb thing out. Act two. Inside the plane, Joe looks for survivors while the mayor and the fire captain. Hey,
1: <laughs> doesn't, doesn't some dude, some yokel show up and is like, I heard that plane is packed full of coffee.
2: Yes, there's a and farmer like, that's. Yeah,
1: what about it? It's do like, well, close why to why this? Don't I
2: just. Wed my beak a little lighten bit. Lighten the load. Look will a little bit of, you know, the fire's fine. People love roasted coffee. It roasts
1: the coffee, and they're like,
2: "What?" I'm, I'm like, "Who are you?" It's like, "Why people, are you coming here?" Dead in here. He's like, "They're not going to need it anymore." I
1: don't need the coffee.
2: The mayor and the fire captain snipe at each other while Joe looks for survivors. Meanwhile, the brat uh, starts taunting a tarantula with a stick
1: thereby starting the thousand years
2: man tarantula war. Yes. They came in peace and this dumb idiot ruined it for everybody. While taunting the tarantula heads into a drain pipe while a survivor, one of the Ecuadorians is discovered in the plane, but because no one can speak Spanish, they don't know what he's crying about other than they're like, oh, I'm a big baby. I was in a plane crash. Where, where, oh, where? He's going to be eaten. It's going to be eaten out on this for months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you guys, you sprayed an ankle or something playing softball. Oh, that's fun. I was in a plane crash. I'm up and around with spiders. There was spiders there. They fell on me. Yeah, Coffee. it scared me. Meanwhile, you rolled your ankle. Playing second base in a softball game.
1: Well, at least you won. You didn't win. Oh, okay. Well, then well, what are you even complaining about?
2: A local farmer then shows up with a big old pail and he says, "Give me them beans. <laughs> I want all them oh, beans. Give me them beans."
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. He just heard beans. Yeah,
2: he's like, "They got beans in that place." Pinto, cannellini. Kidney chili, all the beans of the world, all the way from Ecuador. Navy beans, give me all them beans. <laughs> they said, "Look, man, I got don't enough clean clean trash
1: beans. <laughs> They're bean. covered in gas.
2: Beans, a bean, mister. <laughs> I'm not discriminating." I just want them beans. Fine.
1: Just, just take the beans and get, leave. Give,
2: give him all the beans you give want. Give him just, the beans. Just it's it'll it's gonna be a bigger fight if we don't give him the beans.
1: <laughs> he doesn't know that they're coffee beans. You can't eat them.
2: Just he's, let him have them. Just he's gonna try and make a stew out of them. I just know <laughs> it. Figure something out. The doc says he doesn't know what the problem is with the people who are dead inside or with the survivor. (laughs)
1: They were in a plane crash.
2: Well, there were, they were in a plane crash, but they're also like foaming at the mouth. So he's not sure if it's some kind of disease. Yeah. Or if it's something else. While the bean farmer is unloading his, his, very valuable uh booty bean cachet he manages to get bitten by one of these spiders one of these tarantulas and then collapses causing a panic yes the doctor now worries that this is now an epidemic that they dies un- as
1: he lived covered
2: in beans <laughs> Truly would have wanted to go out this way. I think <laughs> this is, it was written in his will. that It's he, weird that he, he
1: prepaid the gravestone <laughs> that said exactly this.
2: Died as he lived loving beans. <laughs> Them beans. It, I will not be buried in dirt. I will be buried in under pounds and pounds of beans. Crows will feast on my grave because they love beans just as much as I do. Some might say more. I don't agree. Doc's worried it might be an epidemic. They have unsealed the the obelisk and now (laughs) the the mummy's tomb. Now we have all breathed in the curse. Cut to a school for autistic children. Okay. All right. The sheriff's wife is screwing around on her husband. (laughs) This is fantastic. While, uh,
1: while we're seeing a, a, a parade. The who, so the people, the, the two Time and Wife and this other dude are drinking warm champagne in a field.
2: They're out in a field out back of the Watching uh, school for autistic, autistic, autistic school children. children doing their morning exercises. They're out for their morning constitutional and walking in a line. Uh, the, the sheriff's wife and the guy that she's banging are out having a, a good old time, just, you know, enjoying life, being young, being free from that dipshit sheriff who doesn't know how to do his own goddamn job. <laughs> Everyone's got to tell him to do his job. And he just puts up, a, puts up a fucking fuss. He just, just a big piss, baby. Yeah. And the wife's like, yeah, I've asked him to do a couple jobs around the house as well. He gives me the same attitude
1: um andrew at this point i was like that's why she left me (laughs) okay this
2: oh she was right
1: yeah okay
2: however while partying in the woods the wife gets bitten by a spider presumably the one from the drain pipe if i had to guess uh which prompts her to roll downhill and then hit (laughs) a tree with her head
3: yeah which
2: i was like she her or that stud person went full board, just rolling right into that fucking well. Tree. They they
1: knew that this was a and true blood, and they were like, I grew up on these. This is my big chance.
2: I'm gonna give myself permanent brain damage. I'm gonna give just myself CTE. Rolling myself into this redwood. Uh so the guy that she was no cheating, coconut sound effect no there should say. have been a, there should have been a clunk, and then one falls on her head she gets amnesia doesn't oh, remember great. that she's married to her shit. The, the sheriff and then she pr- prompts her to start dating around yeah and now it's all free and clear uh the guy that she's two-timing with is like oh shit oh, oh shit God. oh shit oh shit more questions a lot more questions than answers here Because he has to pick her up, load her into the car, take her off to the doctors. Right. But while they peel away, one of the teachers there finds a student who's horsing around with one of these tarantulas but manages to wrangle it up and put it inside a mason jar.
1: Uh, Uh, Andrew, as the guy is speeding away, we can hear him saying to himself, I was driving. I was driving. I saw I saw her on the side of the road. She was jogging.
2: She tripped.
1: She tripped. She hit her head.
2: Yes. And I said, oh, my God, it's the sheriff's wife.
1: Who I know she's married and would never have her in my car unless Unless I was taking her to the
2: doctors because she fell while she was jogging. I just want you to repeat that with me. She fell while she was jogging. I saw her. Because I was in a car driving by Bye. when she fell.
1: I was going to church.
2: While she was jogging.
1: While she was jogging. They're like, so she was jogging in two-inch heels and a uh,
2: spring dress? I, I didn't say she was an athlete. I just said she was jogging. Why don't you ask her what, why she was wearing that? I don't know. The wife ends up dying immediately.
1: Almost immediately.
2: The very next scene... The doctor was like, I don't know what got her first, the roll or the tree or the spider or whatever the hell's going on here. But she got clunked on the head and then died. Oh, yeah, she's dead. Prompting the sheriff to show up. And the doctor's like, look, uh, this is, I'm going to I'm going to love some heavy stuff on you real quick. <laughs> Take it outside once you hear it. All right. One, your wife's dead. All right. That's and you that's- think that's heavy. You think that's heavy. <laughs> Uh, I'm starting out easy on you. Yeah, Bubba outside, uh, he picked her up and uh, look, far be it from me to tell you how to handle your business, but uh, this jogging thing don't line up to me. (laughs) Uh, The two of them have an argument, but Steve, the teacher from the the school, shows up at the doctor's office as well and uh, uh, he's got that big fucking spider with yeah, him. Yeah, he's like, look in a, at this. In a mace- yeah, he's like, hey, is that lady dead? Also, check this out. I got a spider. That's pretty <laughs> fucking weird, isn't it? Hey, Doc, you got any crickets that could feed it? I want to see it eat. Try to show the kids. I guess it's nature. It's, this is educational, isn't it? Watch a spider eat a cricket. That's fun. Doctor noticed a big puncture wound on her foot. Cause he originally thought there was a snake in the area, but now that he sees this big fucking spider, he puts two and two together. And uh, while the farmer is being whisked away to the morgue, the doctor calls in over the CB to ask to look at that guy's foot as well. Notices a similar puncture wound. Yeah. Okay. So we've determined it. Tarantula is the deadly cargo. That's what's killing all these people. So go ahead and take your M95, your N95s off. Folks, it's not airborne. It's Masks, fine. throw them in the trash. We don't need them anymore. We beat it. We mission accomplished. Fly the banner. Joe says he has a spider contact in Los Angeles, <laughs> <laughs> which I was like, oh, oh <laughs> do you go on,
1: Andrew? I don't know why I was like, all, I was like, why don't we have a line that's like, I know what, because he says like, I know a guy who knows spiders and it's like, how do you know him? Do you want, you don't want to say like, you went to high school with him. <sighs> He's or like, I,
2: I went, yeah, you taught
1: him how to fly or some bullshit. It's just like, no, I know a person who can solve all of this.
2: Yeah. I know a guy who knows spiders. And you're like, cool. Fine. It should I guess be. We all know. It a- sh- the, the fact of the matter is it, it should be some creep in town who has a bunch of spiders and snakes. It's basic. Yeah. It should be John Goodman's character from arachnophobia. arachnophobia. Yeah. Instead they got uh, Dr. Poindexter. They're like, oh, well, uh, the spider's bite is a very venomous one.
1: Spiders are not actually insects. They're arachnids. <laughs> Most people don't know that.
2: There's a big difference between the two. And it really burns me up on the inside when people get those confused.
1: <laughs> a daddy long legs is neither a spider nor an insect
2: they're like just get to the fucking video just all right please man meanwhile doc heads over to the mayor and says you got a shark man
1: <laughs> he says uh we can't shut down the town for the fourth of july i'm sorry no uh we have a orange shipment that has yes, to go out. there's a
2: big orange shipment that's really that's time sensitive and it has
1: to go out in 24 hours if
2: one second later this place explodes all yes. right it's cut the, the cut the red wire on the orange if the if oranges need
1: to travel at 55 miles an hour
2: one one mile per hour slower and the whole grove goes up all right pop quiz orange juice <laughs> The mayor threatens the doctor. He says, look, if you cause a panic, I'm going to put you in jail. And when you're going around gabbing about spiders, I don't care. The oranges have to go out. The wheels of progress must continue to roll.
1: Yes. They should have. They should have mistreats his workers, which I'm like, I get it. He's an asshole.
2: He should have been wearing a jacket that instead of the anchors, there should have been oranges on it. That's what orange trees yes it they should have done that but no instead he's just kind of a dickhead who wears a bolo tie and he has a cane yeah and he's like oranges are the backblood of america
1: it's all psychological andrew you say uh clementine everybody goes huh what
2: (laughs) now Now you say nectarine you say navel we have a panic (laughs) this is i love that this scene is in all of these types of movies that 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 well it's because
1: of jaws jaws came out in 75 this came out in 77 so everybody was i don't know if it's just like this is what it is this is how it has to be some if it's in uh, the
2: zeitgeist there has to be uh some level level of authority that has to disregard the warning signs to send everyone away because it was the same thing in uh bees because they go to the police station during Mardi Gras and then in ants it's like they're we're trying to sell this trying to place. sell the dump and not not uh screw up the deal
1: yeah well this other guy is trying to bang the girl from uh 3 company. company
2: yes joe and cindy head back to the plane rack and then kill one of those bastards uh, uh deadly cargo to uh, take to their contact in los angeles who uh when they get meet up with them says that that's not actually or it is a tarantula but it's a banana spider well
1: he says it's not a tarantula he says it's actually not a tarantula it's a banana spider which <laughs> a lot i was of like confused. <laughs> i was like well then the name of the movie should be banana spider the deadly cargo
2: yeah You're putting a, you're putting a tarantulas are going to sue for libel here, right?
1: This is ridiculous. We're fucked, man. Um, He
2: he calls the banana spider one of the most aggressive and venomous spiders in the world. Racism. Andrew. And I say, where's the tape?
1: I was scanning every frame of this movie. I was As, like, where... there's gotta be a TV. There's a VHS. Maybe
2: there's a there's screen a that somewhere. he pulls down.
1: Where is it? Where is he going to show me video of a spider biting a spider?
2: And then be like, it, it paralyzes. And then 20 minutes later, death. Yes. Like that's what I wanted to see. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you. We do not get an educational video from this squared Trueblood." Is it really a Gwarden Trueblood? I, I don't
1: believe, know. I I have no doubt, no question in my mind that he had written that scene. Yes. And this upstart director this, was like, I don't need to listen to what and True Trueblood says.
2: No, it's the co-writer. He's like, I'm going to work with Bob Gale in, a, yeah. in like a decade.
1: Let me tell you, buddy, uh, we're not showing. Oh, my God. They do show an instructional video, though, in that queue.
2: Yes, they do. Uh, so, motherfucker, maybe he came back around. He Ten was like, you
1: know what? I was wrong. I should
2: have went in. Where I, I Learn from the and, best.
1: You got to learn from the
2: best. Because I'll tell you, where they they could have bought the time back in the big thrilling finale, folks. If you were worried Jesus. about running up on the ninety minutes uh, uh, threshold here, this is where they could have they could have stolen the time from there to put in the calling card. The the Guerdin True Trueblood calling card. Well, we don't get it. So those of you out there with your Guerdin Trueblood bingo card, I'm sorry I'm to sorry. say that free space is no longer a free space.
1: Nobody is. A, nobody's more disappointed than us.
2: But based on the experts thinking, he says the spiders would be drawn to food sources that would be that would come with bugs because the spiders got to eat. So they're going to go and find bugs. So places where bugs would gather around, maybe like a, like a big
1: the uh, outdoors,
2: like a, like a syrup factory or uh, like a big are open. Any, are there any big open windows that are around?
1: Are there any smelly children? Are there any smelly, dirty children that flies might just. Joe, Joe's
2: like, yeah, I know. I know a place. Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> I know a place with a bunch, bunch of stinky children. Yes. <laughs> uh, Obviously, he's referring to the big orange factory that's in town. That's probably where them spiders are going. The Brat, however, back in town is on the hunt for the doc because he says that he's bored, wants to help out because Joe and Cindy have taken off to Los Angeles to go smooch or whatever. They're dating, by the way. I don't know if I pointed this out, but Joe and Cindy are an item while Cindy has a little uh, kid brother who uh, is irritating. He wants to help, but they're going to go off to Los Angeles to go see uh the walk of fame and uh
1: (laughs) get a picture with spider-man get spider-man no
2: man spider would help
1: man spider would be useful
2: they're gonna go to dd reese they're gonna go to uh ripley's believe it or not museum they're gonna be like what wasn't worth it it was like 40 bucks wasn't worth it uh he wants to help so cindy says hey why don't you i know that you said that you saw a spider and that there's all these spider bites Find the doc. He's got one of these dumb spiders. See if it's the same spider that you saw before. Even
1: though that would add no new information.
2: Because the doc's probably matter. like, it's got to be the same fucking
1: Because it's just a kid saying, that's a spider.
2: I saw that. That's the one I saw.
1: Then, the, yeah. So obviously it's just that the kid's bored and annoying. Yes. Yeah, so it's just, so she sent like, them off. Know, go,
2: go, go, go fuck off.
1: Go find a round rock. That's what we need you to do. All right, go. <laughs>
2: I need you to get me very, this is very important. You got to go get me a uh, uh, headlight fluid. My car's headlight fluid is very low. Very low.
1: Check every, if you go to one auto zone and they don't have it, go, just go to another one.
2: They're going to, they might laugh at you, but this, I need it. I need it. All right. Once you find that, then I need a snipe. Go out into the woods, find me a snipe natural they're natural predators of these spiders snipes are yes the brat goes off to go try and find the doc but the doc's off trying to do something else and complain about the batman i, I don't know
1: <laughs> so two is uh robbed the second bank of gotham again
2: <laughs> he decides he heads off uh because he's told that he's at the local february
1: general... 2nd batman 2-2 you should have known two face would be striking
2: this looks like the work of calendar man batman because it happened on a date (laughs) unlike all other crimes gotham's finest it's pie day the brad goes off he overhears that there's an orange truck that has a spider on it and he's like oh don't guys talk about beans i mean spiders (laughs)
1: He gets distracted because he's like, "Is it a weird spider?" And they're, they're like, like, "Yeah, it's yeah, it's weird actually looking kind is. of a
2: gross-looking spider." I want get, to see that. Go, I got to find that spider. <laughs> Hauls himself up the side of this truck to go look for these spiders. Gets himself bitten in the process, and then tumbles off the back of this truck. And it's like, "Well, dum dumb, what did you think was going to happen?" They have been screaming at each other that there's like these horribly venomous spiders. Meanwhile, this kid's like hey hey come here show me the spider i want to i want to touch it give me this i want to see it give me the spider the doc and the fire chief uh they overhear they're like there's a doings transpiring out by the old orange truck they see the kid he's on the ground they get him in the the big old car and take him off to the doctor's office well folks if you thought he's dead this is I was surprised by this. I was like, oh he'll they'll come up he'll come back and say, oh it's the banana spider oh well I got the tincture for that that's here's the anti-venom for this he'll pull through no man next scene dead He is <laughs> gone I feel like the studio I feel like they didn't want to pay for a studio teacher for the amount of days on the shoot and they're just like just fucking kill the kid yeah get him out of here. Uh, Along with the security guard at the Orange Factory. uh, Maybe the kid
1: was playing hardball. Maybe his agent was like, uh, yeah, we're going to need an advance.
2: On what? He has four days worth of work. He has like seven lines.
1: Yeah, on on the back end. We want some back end points, too.
2: Points on a TV movie. It'll be seen once. And then some dickheads 40 years in the future are going (laughs) to piss and moan about it. Well, all right. Here, here's, here's all of the profits. I'm just handing it over. Here's my outturned pockets. Well, uh,
1: I tell you what kid doesn't show up tomorrow if uh, we don't have a deal and I'd like to know what you're going to do about it. You're going to kill him? Sure.
2: I'm going to put a pillow and a mannequin head under a blanket and call it a day. Uh, a security guard at the orange factory has also been spidered (laughs) as the orange factory is starting to collect all this deadly cargo arriving back in town. Sydney gets the bad news. They say, look, I'm going to lay something heavy on you. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) do you know the sheriff's wife? No, they do. (laughs) They they do around on him the whole time. Uh, how was, how was LA? Was it fun? Did you go to the zoo? Did you see,
1: um, do you go to Griffith the, Observatory? The, the, the handprints. Did you see the handprints? Uh, what oh, I was, love who had those. the
2: who had the biggest one? Who did you who? Oh, R two D
1: two. That's fun. That's fun. That's fun. Um, your your brother's dead. Your brother He's died. Dead. Your brother it's died. Completely dead.
2: But Cantor's. That must have been good. Did
1: you get did you get a a, a bagel? Did you some see any? Lots, did you see lots? any
2: celebrities there? It's twenty four hours. That's fun. She's like. Uh, but uh, yeah,
1: no. There's his internal organs have liquefied there's not even anything
2: there is he's in a wet sack and it's he wasn't even in a sack that's just his skin holding the rest of his viscousness inside it uh so you could just throw him in the bean grave
1: (laughs) with with all the bean bodies
2: yeah that's fun you don't have to spend any money on it Cindy runs to the doc's office and she's real sad about it. The fire chief evacuates the orange factory. He says, I've had it with these motherfucking spiders in this motherfucking orange factory. Uh, and Joe says, all right, time to time for the nuclear option. Decides to get a big old tub of insecticide. And he's like, I'm going to spray these guys back to the stone age.
1: But this causes a whole thing where everybody's like, you can't spray the oranges with insecticide. We have to sell them. And I swear there's someone in the background that's like, can't we just rinse them off? And they're like,
2: no time. There's no time. Oh, no, no. The, the bomb in the grove is going to go off. We have 24 hours. Going to give all these oranges an orange bath? No. Now, the big selling point on these oranges it, it should is- be, It should be easier because you don't eat
1: orange rinds.
2: The big selling point on are we these selling oranges, all these things to Blue Moon
1: to like put in their beer.
2: Yes. And they rub the, the, the yeah, you want, you're going to be tasting insecticide and tarantula butts on it. No, I don't no, 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 friend, no, no. Hoppy, the big
1: hoppy with an aftertaste of tarantula butt.
2: The big selling point is that the mayor promises that these are all natural oranges, they haven't been touched other than straight from the, from the grove to your mouth. That's it. They have not been processed. They haven't been pasteurized. They haven't been sprayed with insecticide. None of that stuff. This is 100% all natural. And the the fucking dickhead that's trying to buy these oranges also happens to be there. So if you spray insecticide on it, the deal's off. So basically, if they manage to screw up this crop, it's going to torpedo the town. They need to make this sale. Also, there's something about orange juice futures. I don't remember if it's supposed to sell or buy. What is the good part of this deal? There's a dollar bet happening somewhere. Something, something. I bet it all turns out okay. He's stopped at the doors of the Orange Factory and is told, but he says, all right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm listening. Expert said banana spider. Think about that. (laughs) So we get some bananas. He says, but they're in. It's an orange factory, not a banana factory. He says, shit, I didn't ask about that. Fuck. (laughs) I'll be right back. (laughs) Uh, All right. Act three. So here's the ticking clock. The oranges have to get on a train tomorrow or apparently they'll rot. The entire factory will rot. The, you might as well just Andrew, burn it down.
1: Andrew, I have had the same orange on my countertop for two weeks. <laughs> it's just they waited until the
2: exact last moment. It's like the banana. It's like bananas for banana bread. They, it's the exact last moment. And you can't put it in a freezer because it's just going to it's going to make the taste. And it it's going to make it taste yep. different. So they have to be on a train by tomorrow or they'll rot. They can't use insecticide or smoke without potentially damaging the crop. And if the crop doesn't go out on time, they could potentially bankrupt the town. Sure. All right. So those are the stakes going into Act 3. However, the fire chief, and this is important information, the, the fire chief and the guy that he was screwing around on the police captain's wife realize that the place goes up in flames but they own the place they are co-owners of the factory if the place goes up in flames they both collect a hundred thousand dollars in insurance so maybe we burn it down fuck the town who cares about oranges i'm more of a pomegranate guy palm wonderful <laughs> the fire chief's like yeah palm is yeah. wonderful yeah. But now, uh, fire chief says, oh, "Look, man, if I commit the arson, then I you can't. I can't tell me, you, can't you tell me that
1: you're going to commit arson. Then I'm gonna I walk to away and going to pretend I didn't hear what you just said."
2: Using information that they find out because of this banana spider thing, I don't know. They looked in a, in a fucking Encarta disc or something. <laughs> They find out that wasps. Sure wish,
1: sure wish I saw a VHS tape covering this information. Yes, instead
2: I got to go do my own research, get Which a fucking Wagnalls out and try and figure out what the fuck a banana spider is. What the fuck a banana spider is. <laughs> they realize that wasps are the enemy of the spiders. And apparently even the noise of wasps are enough to cause the spiders to go comatose. Paralyze them. They are paralyzed with fear just hearing wasps. So they managed to round up a bunch of wasps, and then using a a guitar amp, they're going to amplify the sound of the wasps into the factory, collect some oranges, put on some floodlights, and then they're going to try and gather up all these fighters. All right? It's a good plan it sounds like it's a good plan
1: it's not as good a plan as getting an experimental suit from nasa that is spider-proof
2: i that is true and then just walking in and then you look at the spider and it says good and you're like oh fuck (laughs) i was absolutely convinced it was going to say evil the wasp noise works and they start scooping up the bastards so they 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 are blasting uh, wasps come alive into (laughs) into the factory and the the dumb things collect and then they fall to the ground and they're scared. So they they get buckets of uh, gasoline, uh, alcohol. They put the dumb bastards, the dumb spiders that are comatose in the thing and they start collecting these things up. That's that's the plan here. This goes on. For a majority of my life, when even <laughs> they are somebody very box, they see a spider. Uh, they, they see go, a spider, oh. and pick it up, put it in the bucket. Then somebody else says, "Oh, there's a spider, put it in the pick bucket." It up. Put it. In oh, the there bucket. are two spiders over there. Pick it up. Pick up one. Put it in the bucket. Because the you have you have Joe, you have Pat Hingle, you have some guy that's basically Steve Buscemi's character from Armageddon that gets space madness. <laughs> Uh, You have the fire chief, and then there's one other person in the building scooping these dumb things up.
1: Well, there's all... Meanwhile, some Dorcas malorkus nerd notices the guy that was screwing the sheriff's wife is, like, running around with gasoline and, like, an oily rag and a big torch. And he's like, I wonder what that's all about. Yeah.
2: Steve from the school, the teacher earlier, sees the guy that was threatening arson earlier up on the catwalk and then he's like, I'll go to go see if he knows anything about spiders. Follows him up to the catwalk. Uh, the sound system starts to fizzle. <laughs> Is he flirting with me? <laughs> sound system starts to fizzle until the mayor comes over and says, get out of the way. And then he fixes it. Cool. Which I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And the spiders go comatose again. Right. The dumb-dumb on the roof, who's trying to commit arson, manages to drop his gas can, then slip off the roof himself. Right. Fall through a power, uh, <laughs> like That's a- That's pretty cool. A breaker. Yeah. Well, uh, up, a power line box.
1: Yes. Power, he, yeah. he
2: basically knocks a bunch of power lines off, which cuts the power all, about, for everything around them. Uh, which knocks out the sound system knocks out the lights but also manages to lock all the doors which are um, electronically Electronic, operated which I'm like that that seems like a mistake that's a fire hazard yeah cuz cuz these are all roll away doors that like shutter shut yeah. as soon as the power gets cut and it's like why
1: you don't have a counterweight that we can
2: lift to get that out of all right fine whatever. all right all right so Oh, God, everyone's trapped inside with bunch of these tarantulas a deadly cargo. Steve, the teacher, uh, breaks in the same way that the adulterer does by using a window above the factory and then leads the rest of the crew out that same window. Smart. Gripping. (laughs) Because basically he comes in and he's like, you guys see any spiders in here? And Why like, does it smell like gasoline? How'd you get in here? He says, there's a window up there. And they say, oh, cool. And then they go up there. And then they, so then they go
1: up there. So Andrew, at this point, I'm like, OK, now we still don't. We haven't solved the problem with the
2: spiders yet.
1: But then oh, they get out. They and get they're out. Like, All right. Power's working again. Let's go pick off those spiders one by one.
2: Yes, they managed to escape with Steve. Cindy's there as well. So Joe and Cindy reunite. The power turns back on uh, and now it's the end of the, the bodyguard, right? Where he like picks her up and knocks oh, yeah. her out. I, I, I. Uh, they basically walk off arm in arm together while the rest of the town's like, all right, we still got more spiders to get. So they go, <laughs> get, they head get at back it back in while Cindy and Joe leave. We then fade to black. And we come back up on a on an epilogue where the wheels of progress continue to roll as oranges continue to get produced, and the rich get richer. It, the...
1: it's just it's like one of those videos that they would show in in elementary school where it's like this is where oranges come from. yeah, because it's just conveyor belts filled with oranges, again rousing exciting uh uh disco music. And it's like, we did it. The end.
2: Uh, Yeah, so apparently the town was saved because they got all the spiders out of the factory. We see that Cindy and Joe are like moving away from the town, but they're moving away together. Yeah. And and the rest of these fucking hicks will just continue to live in abject poverty uh, in these orange groves. Living and
1: dying by the profits of the oranges.
2: Until either global warming or capitalists venture capitalists just buy up everything in town and put them in an early grave and that's the end of Tarantula's The Deadly Cargo. Mark, what'd you think of this?
1: Andrew, this movie was so frustrating in the final 30 minutes because it's like the problem isn't spiders anymore; it's electricity now. Like, I just want to see these guys being surrounded by spiders and having to fight them off, and instead it's like, no. Oh, the other thing is, the movie really commits to the droning wasp noise. Yes. So for tw- 15 straight minutes, the all most, you hear is
2: the most. Oh, wow. Wow, the most wow. relaxing 15 minutes in cinema because it it you've, it the the wasp noise like drifts away and you just are hearing a white noise buzz. <laughs> and it's it is it is cuz all you're watching is people scooping up spiders and then putting them in a bucket. It's incredibly pleasing. It's it's like watching it's the opposite of tension. Yes, it it's uh, it's white noise while People are just like calmly doing something. It's like watching somebody, you know, rake a, a zen garden. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it I watched it. I was like, oh wow.
1: Because
2: then, when the when the wasp noise disappears, it's 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 uh, jarring. Because you're like, hey, I was really digging that. <laughs> I was
1: being lured into sleep.
2: <laughs> yes. This is. Um, this does not have the vim and vigor of a ants or a uh, deadly swarm killer bees. It, it's it's missing something man. I don't know what it well we know, what it's, know what it's missing. Know it's missing what a VHS missing. tape. It is missing a VHS tape explaining that banana spiders can cause people to go co- can die so, in 20 minutes. Not like bananas anymore. And then the, the also greatest sin. and also they don't like wasps instead what we, have, we
1: needed we needed the thing that said they don't like wasps
2: instead this is all figured out from like a guidebook that they picked up at like the again the the ripley's believe it or not like the <laughs> sandwich in between in between a picture of the world's biggest waffle yeah and, they're like, and we
1: we we ate at a great restaurant called um uh tatsu ramen it was delicious <laughs> like there's like 60 of those yeah but oh. this
2: one was good this one, but I thought a, this one was a guy. We ate at Bob's big boy. It, well, it was pretty good. I had a big boy, they had classic cars there. That was pretty cool. Say, Oh, that's that's neat. Your brother's dead. Your brother's dead. Really dead. He died.
1: He died. He the doctor told us that his final moments were of excruci- excruciating agony. As his insides turned into liquid and just oozed out of his butthole. I guess
2: he doesn't want his snow globe then.
1: All right. Well, I got him a shirt.
2: <laughs> I got him a shirt on Venice beach. It says the federal bikini inspector female
1: body inspector.
2: <laughs> it's a, it's a triple XL. He was going to grow into it. <laughs> it's
1: the only size they had. Also, it, it much like his uh, internal organs, it also dissolves in my fingers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it costs 79 cents. I thought it I, was fun. That's a that was it was too good a deal. Uh, yeah, this is missing something. It's and I yeah, you want I, I was expecting. Oh, shit you know, the fucking tarantulas are now and you want the, you want the scene from the mummy where he's got the fire and he's trying to scare off the scarabs. And like, that's yeah, what you want.
1: I, I, I was, yes, I was okay with, a, with, so like the setup of, okay, we're all going to go in there and the spiders will be temporarily paralyzed by the sound. And then once the sound goes away, now the spiders are angry And they're trapped and they're being attacked by them. I'm like, that's good tension. But instead, they're just like, we got to get out of here. All right, let's climb. All right, we're out. We got out. Yay. All right,
2: I guess we have to fix the problem. Well, we're going to go. Okay.
1: We did our part.
2: (laughs) That's the other thing, too, is you don't... I like, and me personally, I wouldn't trust that they got every single one because you don't know how many that there were in the first place. Yes. So they think that they cleared them out and they're like, cool. But I'm imagining like uh, a week later, it's like a big orange recall from Vons. They're like three people dead from reaching in to get a bag of orange. Yeah,
1: for biting an orange that had a tur that was all tarantula. <laughs>
2: Oh, yes. Or they're like, yeah, this, the peel on this one's moving. It's real. real. It's putting up a fight. I don't know what's <laughs> going on in there.
1: All right. But I, I, these soccer, these this AYSO soccer league needs their little orange slices.
2: Yeah, they got squinchers and they got orange slices. They got to get their electrolytes back up. Uh, Mark, would you recommend this movie?
1: No, this is the only Gwerdan True Blood film I would not
2: recommend. This is a pass for me as well. Not to say obviously we see we can see this Gwerdan True Blood skeleton here. Yes. The form is there. It's just that the function is just not. It's it's it the, the dumbness of we gotta put all the bees on the car or <laughs> and
1: then drive it slowly to the superdome. Or we are or... up
2: ants with a helicopter blade. Yeah. that's good that
1: that blows ants all over everybody that's fantastic that's
2: weird and true blood goodness yeah but instead this is just a boring slog through act three as this resolution of put a thing in a thing while we're hearing white noise and what i'm saying is you could have easily trimmed down that back part in act three put the fucking for the vh educational video back up in act two well, that's unfortunate, but um, we still we still love. Him. He's still our patron saint. We still we, we still love him. Still love him. Maybe we'll look more into the and true Trueblood canon in the future. But for now, we look forward to November, more November. Yeah, more November with uh, our next set of films, uh, which I am entitling "I Don't November." <laughs> these are films where people get amnesia these are films whose title ask a question oh you know, question marks in them all right and we start with this from 1973 starring alan alda <laughs> entitled isn't it shocking
0: so if a man died of a heart attack would an autopsy show it would it, would it confirm it not necessarily It depends are you talking about a myocardial infarction talking about jesse and the barbers well, if there was no heart damage, and if the infarction caused death fast, no. The heart stops and he dies. Well, is that what happened? I mean, could, did he, did his heart just stop? Is that it? Can, can, can you guarantee that? Daniel, he just died. He sat down and he died. Look, aren't there ways of killing people without it showing? Well, there are certain drugs that are very hard to detect. Well, what do you do? You just inject them with a needle? Yes. And then you'd see needle punctures. Yeah. Well, then you could find that. Well, I suppose so. I guess the best place for that would be the town. Good Lord! Jesse died. He'd lost two old friends. You're leaving. The town is dying. He had nothing except George. So he sat down and he died. No, he did not sit down and die. Not Jesse. No. I don't believe it. I don't buy that. What are we supposed to do? Keep burying them as they drop? That's Jesse they put away there. Something's wrong about that. Something big is wrong about that. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna find out. You're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. We are? Yeah, you are. I am.
2: Yeah, you. That's right. Alan Alda plays a small town detective (laughs) trying to figure out a string of elderly
3: murders
2: (laughs) that have been caused through electrocution. I, oh,
1: isn't it shocking? Isn't it shocking? That's fun.
2: A backdoor pilot at one point that was never produced uh, into a full-fledged series. Oh, Thank- man, Thankfully, Alan for, the thankfully for Alan Alda, because he goes on to mash. Yeah, instead, ends up but doing something much better. Uh, isn't it shocking? Isn't it shocking? Uh, from 1973, that'll be next time on Television Movie Night. But if you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can always do that by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night uh, you can email us at tvmovienightpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can subscribe to us and listen to us on S- iTunes. Leave a review there. You can subscribe to us on Spotify, or you can subscribe to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more. Soundcloud.com forward slash TV Night Podcast Mark. Is there anything else? Andrew, um,
1: I have done a little bit of research on the podcast Natural Enemy, the TikTok. Oh. And I know that I could just tell you the results of my findings. But yeah, I would helpful. prefer if you sat down and spent the next 35 seconds watching me do a dance on TikTok about <sighs> TikTok.
2: I mean, I probably wouldn't, but for you, sure. I'll watch you do the dumb TikTok dance. But uh, I, 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 no, I, I, I don't got 35. I don't got 35 seconds. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a busy man, Mark.
1: Oh well, where were you? Where were you when uh, Quibi was asking for your help support?
2: <laughs> it's a that is that is a that is an absolute regret that I'll take to my grave.